0: All right, welcome to the BFR podcast presented by Sports Mockery. My name is Dave. You can follow me on Twitter at Dave underscore BFR. I check out all my work at SportsMockery.com. Bunch of articles every week. I'm joined by my uh, great friend, Vicky, our co-host. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at it's Vicky, baby. Um, man, it has been a brutal week. Uh, honestly, it's been a brutal start to the season, but this week in general uh, has just been crazy. <laughs> We're going to get to it all. Uh, we'll cover, you know, Justin Fields, his presser. We'll obviously go ahead and touch on uh Alan Williams a little bit. Obviously, it's just been a it's a weird situation in general. Um, and then we have just a lot to get to. Um, however, we also have a football game, Vicky. So before we get into all of that forgot game, about it. Forgot <laughs> yeah. that we had a game this week. Yeah. We're playing <laughs> well, the reigning champs. If you if you didn't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> Kansas
1: great. city in
0: arrowhead. Uh so it yeah. it, it may get worse. But Vicki, man, before we hop into all of that, um, how you doing, bro?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm doing great. I mean, as a content person, I guess it's been a great week, but like as a Bears fan, it's been horrific. So it's an interesting uh, situation that we're in here. So and I, I just think it's like it could this week against Kansas City is like it couldn't have been the worst time to play them. Like, at no, all. it's like, <laughs> like it's uh, any it's other a good week, right
0: game for them, man. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: It's like, and we're trying to get one thing right, not like the whole thing. It's like, can we do something? So it, it's just going to be interesting. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And uh, in here in a minute, we'll have a like typically we're going to preview the Bears versus Chiefs game. I don't think it needs that much preview. Um, (laughs) They're good. We're bad. To be honest. But we have Mackenzie Webb. She is a uh, journalist that covers the Chiefs. Um, She's amazing. She's going to be hopping on here soon to kind of give us the breakdown. Old friend Matt Nagy, kind of what's going on in Kansas City and what you know, how do they feel going into this game? Which is probably confident. But just to kind of get that perspective, she'll be on uh, here in a moment. Um, Vicky, before she gets here, man. Um, I guess we can go ahead and touch on a little bit about Justin Fields and his pressure, uh, his pressure from yesterday. Um, obviously it was, um, I could even play it, but I we might play a little bit later. But just w- if you haven't heard, Justin Fields was very, f- you know, forward. He was, you know, he kind of you could say he maybe threw some of you know kind of threw the coaches into a fire a little bit. Um, you know, by some of his answers saying that, you know, hey, he's playing kind of robotic and that it is coaching in general that's kind of slowing him down. So before, you know, Mackenzie hops in, what is your first just initial thoughts from, you know, seeing it live yesterday and then you've had kind of a day to kind of think on it, where are you at with that? Do you like it? I mean, sure. there's
2: two sides of the argument. One side is like, I'm happy that he's advocating for himself. Like if you think about it from the player's standpoint, this man is trying to, you know, people are tarnishing his name per se. And he's like, no, I'm going to stand up for myself. Like I know what I can do. So that part's great. The second part, you know, is, well, you can look at him and be, Hey, he's throwing his coaches under the bus in a way. It's not like a straightforward, like, it's not like Cutler saying, you know, F you March, you know what I mean? But it's like, it's, it's just the the selection of wording. I think what it really was is that it's somewhere in the middle where it's like, he was just frustrated, which makes sense. Like, most of these players should be frustrated in a situation like that, and he was just saying, "Hey, look, I know I can do better," which he does talk about, and he's saying, and he was kind of like giving more detail, but I think how he chose like the wording of it wasn't necessarily the best. So I don't like. I think what happened was with Dan Wiederer when he his tweet is the one that kind of set it off that a bunch of the news outlets took where he said, "You know, coaching. Wow, you know what I mean?" So then. The context—not that he didn't talk about coaching—but I think the context got even worse with that, and people just ran with it because that's what social media is. So, and we can talk about it more after Mackenzie joins. Yeah,
0: me. we'll get—we'll get, we'll play the clip. We'll get everything kind of into it. We do have Mackenzie here, Um, so we'll go ahead and bring her on, Um and we'll introduce her to everyone here. Hey, Mackenzie, can you hear us?
3: Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Okay.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. I think you can hear. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, Mackenzie, we kind of introduced you earlier. Um, we you, obviously you covered the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you're I don't know you're kind of relatively new, I think. Um, but can you just go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you kind of got into um, covering Kansas City? Are you like a lifelong fan, or kind of just tell us a little bit about yourself?
3: Yeah. So my name is Mackenzie Webb. I'm a sophomore at the University of Missouri, Kansas City, where I'm studying sports journalism, and I'm currently the sideline reporter for a basketball team there, and then I do sports anchoring. For our volleyball team and our soccer team so i do a few things school-wise but then also i've grown up in kansas city my whole life so i've always loved watching the chiefs and just recently i was thinking you know what can i do to step up and show my love for the chiefs and so during the training camp is whenever i started to get more followers because i went every single day and i covered it and i was posting videos and content and everything that people want to hear so I was doing that, and then I covered the preseason games, and now I've been covering the regular season. And then I actually am on a podcast with this man named Thunder Dan, and we cover every single game, Monday and Wednesday. So I've really enjoyed that. So, yeah, I've just I've always loved the Chiefs. I just wanted to dive into it more, and I thought Twitter, you know, you can do great things from there. You can get a good following. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's, that's awesome.
2: Mackenzie, awesome. I have one question for you. Because yes. me and Dave would never understand this feeling. It's it's very tough. So how does it feel to actually cover a team that doesn't, you know, that actually wins games, you know, like at least okay. in a fiscal year, they know how to win a game? How, how is that? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <I have to laughs> I'm sure.
3: It's great. It's nice. But, I mean, I was a fan whenever we had Alex Smith and, you know, we weren't doing the best, but it's just, it's been awesome these past five, six years.
2: awesome awesome. so Mackenzie, i have a question Oh, sorry Sorry. Uh, my last one when did you like actually when do you remember like your first fandom when it it came on like maybe your first event or first game or first memory of when like it kind of got cemented
3: um yeah so for me personally the first chiefs game that i went to my dad took me to whenever i think i was like six or seven and I still remember it. And we would go a few times throughout the season. So I just always remember being super excited and being on my dad's shoulders watching the game. I'm sure the fans behind us were so mad at that. <laughs> I just remember growing up and being so young, but I was just always so interested in watching it. I've always loved watching sports, but football's just been my favorite to watch and to cover.
0: Awesome. 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 So Mackenzie, um, I want to kind of jump to Matt Nagy. He obviously, he was a coach for the Bears just a couple of years ago. Hot topic kind of, it's almost like a revenge game for him, which I, I feel the players in Kansas City want to, you know, make him proud. because uh, You know, I've heard he's loved there. So can you kind of just shed some light on how is he looked at in Kansas City, you know, and um, are they looking forward to perhaps like getting that revenge against the Bears or kind of what's the what's the theme or, or vibes around the team right now?
3: Yeah, I think so. I think that, you know, he's still <sighs> – held at a very high pedestal and, you know, for what he did here. And so I think that it's going to be interesting that he's going to be able to, you know, see the bears and, or see Kansas city. And it's definitely going to be interesting. Also having, you know, Patrick Mahomes could have been the quarterback for the bears. So a few relationships yeah. it's going to be interesting there to watch, but. Oh,
2: I didn't well, know I, that. Really? No, I'm just being sarcastic. <laughs> that was forced on our throats for years. It's like, wait, we could have had Pat Mahomes. Oh,
0: that's, that's a See, first. <laughs> it was like every Sunday. <laughs> every yeah.
2: Sunday. Oh, my gosh. Like yeah. you couldn't.
3: Oh. But, no, yeah. I think that everyone's yeah. ready for it. And, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to watch. But I think that Coach Reed and, you know, other um, coaches there and Spags, they're going to be looking forward to going against him. So it's going to be interesting. But I don't think that there's any negative comments, you know, surrounding him here. I think that he's still held at a high level.
0: Yeah. That's um, so I wonder, speaking of Patrick Mahomes, um, you know, he actually had some in- an interesting quote just regarding, you know, our bear, the Bears quarterback, Justin Fields. He went ahead and it was actually some high praise. He he said essentially he said, trust your talent, trust your instincts. He's here for a reason. Speaking of fields, he's made a lot of big plays happen in, uh, in the NFL and college. Just trusting your instincts and then go out there and be the player you've always been. Uh, of course, just not against us, hopefully. Uh, but he had some really high praise. So first of all, what 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 is Kansas City like? Do they do they? How do they look? How do you feel about personally about Justin Fields? And then how does the team? Are they are they? Obviously afraid of maybe his running, or what's the um, outlook on Fields right now? Obviously it's been a start, tough start, you know, first two weeks. But just Mahomes giving that praise. What is it? What does it feel like over there right now regarding Fields?
3: I I agree with Mahomes on that statement. I think that you know despite how this season has started so far for you guys and last season too, looking at the record there, I still think that something just has to click and it hasn't yet. Because if you look at the Bears' offense, you see it is solid. It's just something has got to click with Justin Fields, and I I am a huge fan of him. I think it will. I'm not gonna you know prey on his downfall. I think that with improvement and with time, he will get adjusted to it because it's that's just like the missing piece. Because once that all connects, then I think that the Bears offense will improve and could be on the better side and have a much better season than last. So I think that everything Mahomes saying there is correct. And I think that here in Kansas City, obviously people are going into the week thinking that it's going to be an easy game. Some people made comments of it being a blowout. And I think that, I think Kansas City will have this game, but I also still, (laughs) I have some expectations (laughs) for the Bears. I think that it's not just like so many people are just counting them out, and I think that they could still put up a good battle because, again, if you look at our side of the ball, our offense, obviously we have the great quarterback that Patrick Mahomes is, but also we're struggling right now with our wide receivers being able to find those connections, even though we have seven and they're great but they're not all there yet. We have young guys. They're still learning Andy Reid's tricky playbook. I couldn't imagine that. So I just think that our expectations going into this is, yes, we want to win and we're ready for it, but I think that they know the player that Fields can be, and so they're going to be on the lookout for him. And I know that he had six sacks last week, and, you know, Chris Jones, with him being back, (laughs) he is hungry for sacks, especially – since now, I mean, he was already a great player, but just having right. the over $6 million in money incentives, obviously you're going to go for it even more. That's just <laughs> yeah. for yeah. you if you can get an extra million dollars. So I think that, yeah. I think we're going to be ready, especially with George Karlaftis and Mike Dana. We're preparing for him. And I think that, you know, they're definitely going to be on the lookout for him, but should be very interesting.
2: You got that <laughs> right. You, get, you definitely got that right. You said it was, you know, it may not be a blowout. It may. This is, If I think we're, uh, the line is negative 12 and a half for you guys. And I think that's the biggest spread since the John Fox era, which was like 20, what was that, 16, 17, Dave? So it's been, yeah, uh, yeah they expect to, expect us, to, to expect you guys to stomp our brains out, which might happen. So, so I wouldn't get your hopes yeah. on that. But I did have a question, though, about the wide receivers. You said, like, you know, you have a bunch of them and it seems like Mahomes hasn't really found his number one guy yet. But I, I saw this week, a lot of athletes, previous athletes were saying like, you know, it normally takes about like four or five weeks, like week four to week five to really kind of figure out what your offensive identity is. Cause a lot of these offenses are like testing a lot of stuff out, right? At least hopefully from bears camp, hopefully that's what we're doing, you know, so we can figure out what our, our identity is too. But do you feel like Kansas city has an identity yet? Do you feel like Mahomes has maybe found someone that, you know, that he's made that connection to other than Kelsey obviously? Or do you think this is going to still take a couple weeks?
3: Yeah, so I think obviously like you said Kelsey, you know, the things that they do together no one else can match. Obviously, that's a great duo, but I think that with Kadarius Tony, that was really his guy that he went to a lot last season and obviously mm. he didn't have the best start with all of those dropped passes, but he really proved himself, you know, the next week. And he made all of those passes and those completions. And he did a much better job because, again, he just wasn't ready during week one. And even Coach Reed said that, like, he should not have played. So I think that Tony is definitely someone that he has trust in and with Skymore too. Skymore has had the tendency to, you know, start off slow during the seasons. And he didn't make his first touchdown until the Super Bowl And so I think that for him, it's all about just getting back into it and moving fast. And, you know, that's what this offense has to do. We can't wait until November to get back into everything and, you know, for this to be a solid offense. So I think that he has trust in his guys, but with Justin Ross now potentially getting more snaps because of Richie James' injury, that's going to be interesting because he was the biggest name talked about during training camp. And during the preseason he had so much hype around him and i know a lot of kansas city is just really wanting to watch him play because what we saw in camp was great so i think that him and with rashi rice it's all just going to be a learning curve for them to get adapted to this offense to learn mahomes to make that connection so i think that still we're not fully there yet i think that it may take a few weeks which is okay right now considering the great defense that we have and I think that, you know, that's what really is going to make this a point where we can take time to learn, figure out our receivers, what Mahomes wants to do. And we can trust the other side of the ball, our defense, because, again, we have saw the amount of improvement that we've had and just truly the dominance there. So I think, say, maybe by week six or seven, we should have it really locked down and solidified to who he is going to trust and really build those connections with
0: interesting yeah tony had like i think it was the debut opener for the nfl it was like one of the worst receiving yeah. games i've ever seen like it, he oh yeah, that like, was, it was so crazy tough. that was and then yeah. the, the following week he still calls out and then the following week he still uh calls out
2: uh starts taking shots at the giants again which i thought was hilarious yeah, yeah you had know. your oh, you gosh, had your gosh, worst gosh. game you had your worst game ever and then you're still out there talking that's all right like, play,
3: about it and i'm just i'm really <laughs> so a positive fan that's why i said for the Bears, maybe it won't be a blowout because I like to see the <laughs> yeah. positive and everything. Like, yeah. hey, you know, maybe it will be great. But again, for him, yeah, he just he keeps talking sometimes. and I just want to be like, Tony, like we get it, but just, just don't put it online.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, interesting. It's been- I, I love that you're positive because I, I it's been a tough week for everyone in Chicago. Um, but for a question I have for you, and we'll, we're going to get to your prediction and we'll let you go here soon. But um, if the Bears were to win somehow this week, my question for you is what went wrong for Kansas City? Like if the Bears were to win, what? how could that happen and and what went wrong?
3: Yeah, I think that if the Bears are to win, what would go wrong is our offense. Because right now, again, I, I truly do have really high confidence in our defense right now. So I think that it would be more so of – what we saw during week one a little bit, Mahomes struggling to make those completions with our receivers. And I think that if, you know, he's not able to do that and we're not able to keep it going, because again, we have the tendency, I feel like both the bears and the chiefs don't run the ball as much as they should. And we've seen that this season, like there's so many times where I just want to jump through my TV, like Andy, run the ball we see these third downs and, you know, just a few yards, those conversions, they're not going through. If we just were to run the ball, it would be great. So I think that if we had some issues there on the offense side, that is what would truly call the game. But again, maybe we could make some mistakes on our defense. I think that with the pattern and what it's looking like, that won't happen. But I mean, you never know, maybe um, they struggle to be able to get there in time just because of, Maybe something clicks for Fields, and he's ready. You know, you never know. So I just think that anything can happen, and that's why I'm looking at this game of, okay, yes, everyone is favoring Kansas City in it, but you never know. Like with Kansas City, whenever we played the Texans last season, the Texans had, I think it was the worst record in the NFL at the time, and then somehow it came down, you know, to the last minute. It was so close. So I think sometimes Kansas City struggles to you know continue playing a good game of football because we'll be ahead and then we'll just be like okay you know we got it down and then we just stop and we don't give it our all yeah. so i think that that is truly what can go wrong if the bears come out and win and lose their 12 game losing streak be interesting oh, that would be headline yeah.
2: yes it would with how crazy this week's been that'd be even crazier that that would be
3: a lot if We win. yeah that for sure oh, now speaking know.
2: with the offense right because you Because obviously that's probably, your, which is weird to say, it's like the defense is outperforming the offense right now for the Chiefs, right? Which is fair. We think that will not be the case, obviously, by the time you guys are in the Super Bowl. Let's be real. But what do you think, other than not running the ball, what do you think is the biggest weakness of the offense? Why are things not clicking, right? It could be obviously a multitude of things. But like if you had to pinpoint one thing, what is it? And then how could the Bears attack that, in essence?
3: I think that we tend to try to make these short yardage plays too pretty and we try to go for more and it just it doesn't work out and i think that again like you said we do not choose to run the ball and again we've had issues lately like Justin Watson he had dropped one of Mahomes downfield passes and so i think that I think it's more on the receivers right now, and that is truly where these issues are coming from is, again, just everyone adapting to this offense. Because last season, after losing Tyreek Hill, you know, we got new guys in, Juju was a factor. And so I think it's all about them just learning, you know, and being able to have Mahomes' trust in those times. Because these small errors that they're making, dropped passes or, you know, going – trying to go for more and then leading into, you know, fumbles and penalties. That's really what's going to hurt us. And also on the penalties, I think that something on the offense that we're struggling with, as we all know, Jawan Taylor, he's getting picked on right now by the league. And he said, you know, he's going to work on that. But I think that those penalties really will have a factor on us if they keep happening. Cause I think there was like five or six last week. So If those continue to happen, it can definitely, you know, play into things and it could come down to a game depending on how many there are. But again, I think it's more of just figuring out these receivers and using our running backs like Pacheco. He's insane. The way that he just angrily runs the ball and he does not stop. He is just all in. He's awesome. And McKinnon and Clyde, we can use those guys in times needed. If it's second down, just, you know, go for it. We don't have to make insane plays because, again, we're not seeing success with them as we would. We're seeing, you know, MBS, he made an incompletion last week, and we're not used to that. So, again, I think it's more narrowed down to just improving, learning, you know, what we're doing, what who Mahomes is going to throw to, and just being able to make those completions is so critical because we do not have time for these incompletions. And it's just so weird to think that our offense with the best quarterback in the NFL is, you know, under our defense right now. Like it's just so weird to think about.
2: Yeah. I think Hmm. the best thing that's come from that is that we saw on the national stage that even the best quarterback in the league, maybe in NFL history could be right. Potentially needs weapons. We yeah. saw that. You know what I mean? It's like you can you. It's a team sport for a reason. You got eleven guys on one side for a reason. And if you don't have people you can you know trust to catch it, know the playbook, you know, not make right. stupid penalties, things like that. It's important. Yeah. And I only bring that up because as Bears fans, that's what we've dealt with forever. It's like there's always never a, a a complete group on on the offensive side, right? You might have the line, but it's like you don't have a quarterback back there that can make the plays. Now we've got a quarterback back there who's just now. You know, I think he's still in that learning curve with it, having weapons for the first time after going through last season of throwing to, you know, to like nobody, you know what I mean? Someone we picked up on the night shift. So I think, you know, it'll be, it's just, I just saw that and I'm like, oh, wow. Like if he can't do it, then how could I expect that Fields could do something like that? Not putting him in the same light, but it's just a reminder. Like when you see, when you see Mahomes struggle, when he throws a, he threw a dot and it ended up being an interception. Like that's where you're like, okay that's it's a team yeah. sport for reasons so it'll be interesting yeah. to see if, if if how long it takes for them to you know or for Mahomes to kind of find his guy or yeah. guys multiple and, hopefully and not this week but
3: it's <laughs> yeah. like I've liked the idea of having seven wide receivers because it's a variety because again we were used to him always going to Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey but you know besides Kelsey we don't really have you know a main wide receiver one and I think that at the beginning of this season, I was like, OK, that's great because, you know, defenders, they won't know exactly who he's going to go to. He throws the ball all over the place. You know, it's unpredictable. But now it's like we we need that weapon. We need that receiver that is always going to be there. And again, I think that that could be Tony. It's just, you know, with these small hiccups and also he's super injury prone and we don't want to, you know, potentially risk him for the season. So it's just all about figuring out who that's going to be.
0: Fair awesome. Enough. I'm just glad that it's not all figured out heading into this, you know, in <laughs> yeah. week three, because otherwise, it really we would, really would not have any chance. But yeah. um, we'll, let's go ahead and get we'll get your prediction here, McKenzie. Before we let you go, um, obviously you kind of are leaning towards KC. Um, what is your prediction score wise?
3: I think it's going to be 38-10 Kansas City.
0: Jesus. Oh, that's
2: going <laughs> to <be> a terrible. <laughs> you, be, you said it wasn't a time. blowout. That's a blowout. I'm, I'm not sorry, saying you're I'm wrong. No, no, no. I'm not saying you're wrong. I think we're just like Jesus because we know that that could actually happen. <laughs> if we're only
0: scoring ten points, <laughs> oh
2: or God. like
3: 38, I mean, 40. yeah.
2: I mean, both of those scores are believable. I'm not even arguing. It's more of just a, a, a dark reality of the world we live in at
0: the moment. Uh, it, so, it can so. <laughs> that is such a high probability. I would say like almost sixty-five percent that could happen. That could um, happen easily, well, like as far easily. as the blow, blowout goes. If the Bears
3: win, you guys will be the first person high text congratulations Please. I'll,
2: yeah. I'll be passed oh, out man.
0: from excitement that, yeah, that would, yeah, ask, that's probably not happening brief, <laughs> yeah um, not. well mackenzie we, we we appreciate hopping on talking you know bears chiefs with us um, first of all you can follow uh her on uh, twitter at kenzie web sport um where else can we you you mentioned a podcast earlier you want to go ahead and just plug some of the things that you're working on and where we can find you
3: yeah. So also I post some things Kansas city chiefs wise on my Instagram at McKinsey web sport. And then the podcast that I have is under thunder Dan 88.
0: Okay. Awesome. And hey, you awesome. guys go ahead and check her stuff out. Have you guys recorded a, a preview pod for the bears yet? Or are you going to be doing that um, we did. later in the week? You did. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. You guys we'll go, go ahead and check that out. That. That. Yeah. We'll have the link in the description uh, for this uh, pod and we'll have all that there, but we appreciate you again for hopping on and, and good luck this week, and hopefully it's not thirty-eight ten. But good luck; we I mean, don't need probably, it. Oh, she yeah, should no be way. saying that to us. <laughs> you know, yeah. Oh That's
3: man. Well, you true. guys, maybe something will click Maybe, maybe I it hope will so. Happen. I'm hoping. <laughs> never
0: All right, McKenzie. McKenzie. Thank you again. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So we'll go ahead and switch it back over. Get our stuff right here. But Vicky, again, thank you, McKenzie, for hopping on. Uh, kind of giving us that preview that we. I, obviously, we kind of all knew that the Chiefs are very, very good, Um, and it's going to be a very tough task for the Bears this week, especially with everything going on. So before we transition oh to God. that, if you're enjoying so the pod, bad. if you're enjoying the content, <laughs> go ahead and leave a like, um, sub to the channel if you want to stick with us the rest of the way. Uh, of the, It's going to be a very long season. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more ups and downs. Um, again, if you enjoy, you know, Vicky and I talking Bears, just go ahead and leave a like, Venting. sub to the channel. <laughs> All our Apple, Spotify listeners, uh, rate the pod if you can. Again, if not, and you're just enjoying the pod, we, we're we glad you're here. Um, again, Ugh. we're going to go ahead and jump right into Justin Fields. Uh, we kind of ended with that. I'm going to go ahead and bring it up now. Um, Man, I have the quote. I'm, I'm, so- I'm going to go ahead and play the video. I think. Um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What do you say? No, say go ahead. Oh, you're good. Uh, <laughs> you gonna- yeah. Oh, play the video. No. I,
2: yeah, yeah. I was just All saying. Right, no, then. my comment, my comment was, was that like, I just can't, like, I was just thinking in my head, I can't believe this week that we just went through. Like, it's just, I don't, I can't remember so much news at once, Dave, like so many headlines yeah. at once where ESPN is talking nothing about the bear, like talking nothing but the bears. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, no, it, it has been, yeah, I can't even keep up, man. It's, it's been exhausting <laughs> to say the least. Um, Um, We're going to go ahead and we'll play Justin. This is a clip um, that I tweeted out, but it's much longer. You can check the rest out on YouTube. I think it's on the Bears' website. Um, This is just – Justin Fields kind of being brutally honest and raw as far as just – he was the first one up to the podium yesterday, and he just kind of dropped, you know, everything. He really just talked about him as a player, what he wants to do, and what he's going to – you know, I'm just going to go ahead and play it. (laughs)
1: Of course, you know, things that I didn't like, I felt like, you know, I wasn't necessarily playing my game. Uh, I felt like I was kind of robotic and, you know, n- not just not, – not not playing like myself. So, um, you know, um, my goal this week is just to, you know, say effort and just go out there and you know, play football how I know how to play football. And um, that's not uh, – that includes uh, thinking less and just going out there and, you know, uh, playing off of instincts rather than just – of, you know, so much sort of say info in my head, data in my head, and literally just going out there playing football. I mean, just going back, to it's a game. I um, mean, and and that's it, because that's when you know I play my best. Is when I'm just out there playing free and you know, being myself. So um, I'm gonna say, kind of just bump all the, you know, the, you know what I should do, what I uh, this and that, like pocket stuff. Like I'm gonna go out there and be me. So um, yeah. When, when, you say when, thinking-
0: when you are playing, the way,
3: uh, when you're playing like yourself, what does that look like? You we'll see, so. When
1: you say thinking less, what do you think was causing you to think so much? Maybe think too much. Um, you know, could be, uh, you know, uh, coaching. Um, I think, but um, you know, at the end of the day, it makes it. They're doing their job when they're giving me, you know, what to look at, and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I be thinking about it when the game comes, I prepare myself throughout the week. And then when the game comes, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's time to play free at that point. So, um you know, just thinking less and, you know, playing more. Hey, Justin, you know, we've heard this before from, from other athletes, are just too many, like, coaching voices in your head at this point that you're trying to process so much. Is that kind of, is that part of what you're saying? Um, I don't think it's too many coaching voices, but I just think when, you know, you're fed a lot of information, um at a point in time and you're trying to think about that info like when you're playing it's like it doesn't let you play like yourself you're trying to you know process so much information to where it's like you know if i just simplified in my mind i would have did this like i saw a few plays on sunday to where i was playing like my old self like we would have had a positive play like there would have been you know a few more third down conversions so um i think that's the biggest thing for me is just you know uh, playing the game how you no know, i know how to play it how i've been playing it my whole life so that's so what I got to get back to doing.
0: There was a few times. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and end it there. There's obviously, I think, about maybe 10 more minutes or so of the presser, but that is the heart of it. Justin was very, very raw. I think it was a great self-assessment of himself and what, how he's been playing. I think almost it really confirms what everyone's been seeing from the people that studied the tape, um, and probably just from the casual fan, like you yeah. are seeing a Justin Fields that we're not used to seeing, at least from not last year, um, where he was dynamic, where he was very decisive when it came to running, like sometimes too quick. And yeah. right now it's like it's non-existent, which is it just can't happen. And then for me, I'll start with this, Vicky, um, just about, you know, did I like it? Do we how do we feel? Personally, I love it. Um, there's a lot at stake here, not just for the Bears franchise. Uh, and, and, you know, are they going to be potentially drafting a quarterback with one of their, you know, top picks next year or these first round picks? And then on the other side, Justin, as a player, I mean, there's financial impact, there's, you know, the confidence. It's like he, he knows that, you know, maybe not week three, but these next 12 games or so are going to define his career in the NFL. Um, possibly, um, that's how big it is. And so for me, it's like, he's just, he's, he's like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do what I want to do. If if I'm going to fail, it's going to be because of me, you know, and sure. Some may not like the fact that he maybe, you know, threw the coaches on the bus a little bit. Like it really just depends. Like, cause if you read, if you watch the entire, you know, um, clip presser, I don't think he was really trying to do that. He was very, very (laughs) blunt. Yeah, and with other people that you just you know put the one word out there, you know why are you not playing? Why are you playing robotic? And it's just like coaching, and that's all you put on there. Obviously, you're going to see. Okay, that's not great. You're like okay, yeah, you know, yeah, that's the the that's the headline, and then that's where people are upset at least some in the media, fans, where it's like okay, what what has he done? What has he accomplished to to be able to say stuff like that? And again, if you watch the whole thing, which we just played, that's not the case. Um, so Vicky, obviously, I like it. Um sure maybe he could have phrased a couple things differently, but I like the honesty. It's refreshing and it makes me excited for this game where I, I previously wasn't because it's like, okay, damn, I like this confidence. And if we're gonna see something different, it, it might as well be week three, you know, in Arrowhead. So well, how do you feel, man? Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel the same. Like I'm not I get I get the part. Like he shouldn't even say
2: coaching at all. Like just don't say it. I get it. Cause all it is just you're whether you know you're giving the media ammunition to use all right and that's not what you want because that causes distractions right i guarantee that guy's never gonna say coaching again just because look at what happened this week right esp every show on espn is talking about him pat mcafee's talking about him along with alan williams and espn's covering both of those as well like fs1 everything every media outlet is talking bears Right. So when that happens, that's typically not a good thing. Right. Like even <laughs> when a team's doing well, yeah. not all media outlets are talking about them about once. That's because some drama or some like negative stuff is out there. Right. So that's not good from that perspective because it does put more heat because no matter what anybody does now. Right. Someone likes to tweet this, that and the third. It just adds to the mix of kind of like, you know, the, the heat that you brought with that with saying coaching. But I do like it from the aspect of like he's just gonna say, fuck it. I'm gonna go do do me. You know what I mean? I'm always for that. Just go out there and do your thing. You know what I mean? And that's what he needs to do. Cause I think that's what we've all been calling for, is like, yo, your best thing is your legs, man. Like, and you're not there's times where you last year you would have taken off like three seconds ago. You know what I mean? And so I think I think it's exactly. good in that. I think that's how we all felt, though. It's like, it seems like he's thinking too much and stuff like that. Obviously, you know, I don't know what he's being fed and whatnot. And it might be too much information at once. It seems like that might be the case. So I'm hoping what we see is that this causes them to simplify the offense a little bit and focus more on his strengths, right? So you're right, though, because hearing this, I'm like, oh, we're going to see a different offense next week, right? At least from him, right? You know, he can only control himself. But I think overall, that's going to be it. I felt the exact same way you do. when I saw that. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm ready to watch this week along yeah. with all the other mess that's been happening. It's just added more fuel to the fire to make this a uh, exciting game, e- even though we'll probably get beat by like 20. So it'll be interesting to yeah. see.
0: Yeah. Exciting is right. I think that's the best way to put it. I'm not expecting we'll get to our predictions later, um, but I'm not expecting the bears to really um, uh, even have a chance of winning, maybe compete, make it fun, make it interesting. That could be, definitely on the table but as far as Justin I think this is refreshing I think he needs to get back like obviously he isn't the best in regards to just pocket passer like he can we've seen him do it you know college you saw it a little bit you've seen it here and there in the NFL but it's like not his strength you almost want to go that um, Lamar Jackson route where you're just okay let's utilize his MVP or not MVP you know superstar ability which is his legs which is running and sure the defenses have kind of almost caught up and they're playing him differently a lot of zone i think that plays a huge factor but it's like he can still if if you go to it enough he's going to break a couple big ones or at least 10 20 yards which is going to help alleviate a lot of things so you know you know it's a a
2: good a good uh a good person or good offense to look at our
0: i should say a good person to compare
2: him to is cam newton cam newton wasn't yeah. just a running quarterback but that dude could run he also his strength was his deep ball he had a rocket of an arm that's what they need to do with fields right a lot of designated runs power runs but that man also have him rolling out that's like those are his strengths right so and it's not like Getsy can't do that you don't become an offensive right. coordinator if you don't know how to scheme plays right so i know that's what they do they what i think happened is they maybe put too much on the plate like they thought okay let's go to like you know they say 2.0 with the offense right they went to like yeah. 2.3 and it's like really they should have went to 2.0 you know maybe that that could be it like let's simplify a little bit or bring it back just a little bit and start to move our way back up so because the biggest yeah. thing that he needs right now fields more than anything is confidence right that when he gets mm-hmm. confidence he's we saw that last year the dude's unstoppable. Good luck, so. I just want, you know, hopefully they simplify it to where he can get easy reads, some quick passes here and there, make decisive decisions, and then, you know, use his legs when needed. And I think that'll help kind of get things rocking.
0: I'm going to go ahead and air, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, one more quote that I found interesting with Justin and his pressure. He said, you know, could be coaching. That's where the coaching came in. Um, I think at the end of the day, they're doing their job when it, um, you know, when it comes to looking at the film, everything like that but the one thing that stuck out to me is like he says i prepare myself throughout the week and then when it when the game comes it's time to, for me to play free at that point thinking less playing more and sure that is probably not the best thing to say i you know i've seen a lot of people like okay he needs to think more you know by missing these plays you know easy you know as far as just taking shots at fields but it, it's true like when he is just, you know, in rhythm where he's stacking completions or, you know, getting positive yards, whether it is with his legs, it's just he is an entirely different quarterback, you know, and he he admits that, you know, he does get out. Of, he has gotten out of rhythm these last two weeks, whether it be play yeah. call whether it be screens which will we have a funny over and under when it comes to screens for this week um anyways though i i definitely enjoyed the pressure or the presser you i think you did as well i think you had a tweet you kind of all the way back in when it comes yeah
2: yeah because last week i said i was out but uh, you
0: know seeing that i'm like that's because that's hard not to like if i'm
2: yeah if i I, because i like if I was athletic enough to be in the NFL, I would. That's how I'd react if I was in this situation. I'm like, all right, whatever. Let them watch me fucking do yeah. it. Like, you can't tell me anything. So I like it. It it puts more pressure on him, but I think you know that's actually going to be good because I think he's handled pressure pretty well. So so it should be good. Uh, before we move yeah. on though, we got a we got a super chat from Tito. Thank you, Tito. Again, being a Bears fan is rough, but we love them at their worst. So hopefully, we get the best from them soon. Well, listen, Tito. Being a Bears fan is mostly at the worst, so yeah, we we love them at the worst a lot. So I couldn't agree with you more. So thank you for the five dollars, Tito. We really do appreciate that. Absolutely, but yeah, thank it's, you, Tito. We've been the worst
0: for a good amount of time. It's been the worst for a good. It's amount gonna get of better. Years. I don't know when, it but to. it will get better, man. It absolutely will.
2: <laughs> we can't get
0: worse. We can't so, get worse. Um, it's got. I mean, we we'll got to move go over. Up. Speaking of you know getting worse, you know the Bears they don't have a DC right now um alan williams he put in his resignation um he's no longer with the team health family reasons obviously we're not going to go into it any more than that um and ryan poles actually which surprisingly i think maybe just with everything going on with fields and you know losing at dc he actually spoke with the media today um it wasn't live um, but it is now up on their youtube Mm -mm. um a couple things you know that came from it um, so he said, first and foremost, to hit it straight on, we have adversity right now. He <laughs> kind of opened the pressure like, hey, we are facing, it, it's kind of like a shit storm. Um, only week three, two, but he admitted it. He says, um, as far as Alan Williams, he said, I don't have many deep details to add there. How's Hall uh, being, we're not even going to get into that. Um, anyways, he says, um, we worked with Kevin Warren, George McCaskey, all our re- leadership to make sure we're handling it the right way. Um, and, uh, and everything, everything concluded yesterday. So yesterday's when he resigned, uh, he said, everything is done. Um, one thing that is interesting is, you know, who's going to be calling plays, who's going to be, you know, well, it's probably fluence, but who's going to be acting as a DC, where are some of these coaching, you know, as far as the coaching staff, who's going to be elevated, who's going to be doing some of these duties because they do have to have a defensive coordinator, um you know, actually do a press conference every week. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. is it going to be flooce twice? Probably not. <laughs> so it's like, who's going to be doing these, Um. you know, who's going to be elevated um, job descriptions are going to change. Um, but first of all, you know, Vicky, just how alarmed are you? Like from scale one to 10, how shocked are you with this Allen Williams situation? And obviously, is there any good that maybe it might come from it?
2: Well, first off, it's a 10. If if the if reports are coming out that the NFL players are shot, I mean the Bears players had no idea. Right. Then then yeah, it's a it's a it's a 10 because this is this is out of nowhere. Right. Along with all of the other, you know, stuff hasn't been verified, but rumors and so so that, you know, all these all these different things that have come in, it doesn't, it hasn't shed a good light about the situation you can say right well, so that doesn't help let and me and i say that and i wait second, no and i say that not to be about a situation i'm saying that and how it yeah. affects the team the because players the negative yes because the net because the negative is
0: now questions that then have to be asked and to the coach that's what i want to that's yeah. what bothers me about this is i just don't the bears as a franchise are just they're a they're a mess man it, it is so <laughs> it's unprofessional like obviously i know everyone's probably trying their best but it's like I understand maybe being vague. I understand. I don't care about that. But it's like Tyreek Stevenson. I'm gonna bring up the quote um, today. Um, This is the one that is crazy to me. He said, um, Tyreek Stevenson said Matt Eberflus has yet to address the team about Allen Williams' departure. This was this afternoon at 2:54 is when he mentioned this. He says, I don't know when that is going to happen. We're just focused on the main goal and that's Kansas City, which is great. Love that. But it's like they don't even know. They they don't know about I. I think though, I think that got updated though. I think about talking to 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 that. Yeah, but but it's almost like the Bears are this came out, it went viral because it's like, how are the players not? They haven't been obviously they know he's gone, but hasn't even been addressed. It reminds me of like, I I don't know if you may have not have this, but like at work when
2: something, when some person does something that's like fireball or something, and then they're just no longer with the company. And then everyone's just trying to gather information and figure out what's the next. That's what it is. It's like the Bears are like, we can't tell you anything because we have this is a shock to us. We now have to like get make sure everything that we have is under control. Right. And then we can start to like, let's be real though. Like, if we look from an organizational standpoint, the players are going to be last. Right. When it comes to the business, like Kevin Warren is out here doing probably like how many people, how many people. They have to go through first before it gets to the players. Um, first off, what happened? How they're you know what's the next steps? Things like that. So I'm not like super surprised by that, right? I think it's right. That just tells you the impact of how shocking this was because like there was no level of planning. It wasn't like oh here's my two weeks notice I'm out. It's oh I'm out. You know what I mean? And that's unprecedented for a defensive coordinator week three, like this, the NFL season just started. You know what I mean? That you you don't see firings ever this early, unless there's something, and this isn't a firing obviously, but I'm just saying in all sports, you don't see firings this early, unless there's something, you know, that has to happen. So, I mean, there's something, there's normally something negative or health, right? Health could be a reason as well, as he stated, but it's one of those two things. So I think it's just like, they're kind of just, like wait what what the hell happened and they're you mean when if someone just like imagine you're at work and someone just leaves and just like where are you going he's like i'm done right you're gonna be like well what the hell and then now you have all these responsibilities roles i got taken over so i think they're just scrambling trying
0: to get things under wraps Uh, which is fine but it's just like man i feel like any other organization well maybe a couple others that might be right there with the bears but most would just be able to handle this type of just be able to. I don't know, it Dave.
2: I don't know though because I will say this. This hasn't. When's the last time you've seen something like this happen? I don't think this has like ever. In DC,
0: yeah, that's true. Like
2: no, anyway. like no. To to quit to quit this early, unless there's like true health complications. Like if you think of like yeah. even Chuck Pagano when he had his cancer, he had to step away, right? But how he stepped away is more like here's the information the public knows. These oh, are yeah. my reasons I'm out. They were very you know what I mean?
0: public about it. Yeah, yeah, which is, is interesting. Again, this is, that's
2: yeah, that's and I'm not we're not speculating, I'm just saying that's why I think they handled it in the way they did
0: because mm-hmm. it was so out of nowhere, yeah. And another thing is like uh, there's other um defensive coordinators you know that have worked with Alan Williams, some for quite a while, did even you know they didn't really speak on it, they didn't wish him well if it's health reasons, there was nothing about it, so nothing. it is very interesting. I, I oh, believe more more is going to come out of it. Is. But regarding your report, uh, it was Diana Ruzzini, Um, She said Bears. This was at 5:21, so three about a couple hours after the report with Stevenson came out. He she said that Bears head coach Matt Eberflus spent time in each position room explaining the Allen Williams situation, while also addressing the defense as a whole about the resignation. Per a team source, the team's messaging all week has been focus on the Chiefs, which is understandable. I mean, it's a, it's a big game. You got the champs, it's gonna to be top either yeah, way, but, but
2: but they're human. That's my point. Is like if not only did you lose a DC, right? You also have the the you're the talk of the nation because of Fields, right? Not only that, you also have all the talk that we've seen about the Allen Williams situation. So yeah. As a human, sure you could be focused on the Chiefs all you want, but don't act like all that other stuff is like. It's hard to bl- to block off maybe one, one thing, right? That's okay. To block off three different things, like that's why, I don't know. That's why it's going to be tough this week. I hopefully, yep. hopefully, you know, Flus has got them ready to rock and roll, but there's just so much that has come in in a, in like four days that as a player yep. that's
0: hard to handle. It is. It is, and. Like I said, we're gonna see. I, I kind of like Flus taking the reins last week. It looked better. Obviously, you, you can only improve from that week one showing against the Packers. So we'll really see Love against Mahomes. Backs. Like I said, probably a good get right game for them. But either way, the Bears have to be fired up. There has to be some type of energy. They have to fight this week. They can still lose by ten, but it's like make it competitive, you know. And yeah. I want to move to the game again. This is just our preview, and there's not much. Obviously, there's not much we can get into because it's like we we all kind of expect the same thing. Um, They yeah. are the chiefs are 12 and a half point favorites versus the bears this week. It is on Fox. It's the game of the week. 325 window. Oh, it's so a that's 325. Gonna be fun. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought it was Just a, like the I Packers baby. Yep. It is going to be national, not national TV quite, but it's like, okay, we're not at the 12 spot where there's six, yeah, seven man. other games where we can kind of get in the shadows. No, this is going to be, it's going to be, Twitter's going to be fired up more than likely. Oh yeah. Uh, the chiefs are the betting favorites in week three, obviously while uh, sitting at the spread at uh, minus 20, 12 and a half. Uh, the Bears, Chiefs over under for points is at 47 and a half. Um, so we'll start right there. Vicky, what are you taking? Are you taking the over on points?
2: I mean, that's tough because the over, you need two teams. So no, I'm probably gonna go under. Okay. I thought I because I think the, don't have the
0: bears scoring a lot then.
2: Yeah, well, I don't I don't think I have the chiefs scoring. They're not going crazy,
0: but yeah, yeah. Together, I, I think I'm gonna go under on that. Okay, and we'll get to our predictions here in a second. So yeah, yeah. um, all right, I want to have some more fun. Over and under, screens, I have it set at eight. Eight screens? Yes. Eight? How many did we have last week, do you know? I don't even know. I think maybe had – I think we had like close to seven, six. I don't know. No, I'm going to go just, under. I'm going to go gonna under go because under?
2: because of just the, the national talk about, you know, play calling and things like that, I think they're going to adjust. Like, you'll probably right. – I mean, you're going to see some screens. Like, NFL teams run screens, so you'll probably see at least three screens. But – I think I think it's gonna be under eight. I don't think we're gonna do that many. Getz, can't take that heat again. You know what I mean? Okay. At least not three in a row. Please not. <laughs> Please wow. no
0: three in a row like last week. All right, all right. Um, I think I'm gonna go under as well. Um, as far as the screens, I don't think we'll see too many. I think I think last week when you ran the same play almost three times in a row and then ends yeah, up yeah. you know ending the one game of them and ended pick, up pick six. <laughs> I think we might see. I think we might see like four or five, which is okay. might seem a lot. Might seem like a lot as well, just because of the, uh, yeah. Uh, every time you yeah. see a screen, though, I think I'm gonna roll my eyes unless it works, you know. Yeah. So, that's facts. all right. So Matt Nagy, another talking point. He's gonna be on the screen just because Mahomes. They talk. They communicate. What is the over under as far as just seeing him come across the television? Um, I think I'm gonna have it about. What's the line f- at? I don't have a line here. This no, one's got- more. Oh, yeah, okay. It- I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Th- I'm going to go uh, 13. I'll go 13 because he is the OC. He's Ooh, the OC. Yeah, he's Mahomes. Yeah. And then then you throw in the factor that yeah, he is, gonna, it's over. a, a revenge game.
2: Over. I think they're going to show 13? that guy as much. Yeah, I think they're going to show him as much as possible.
0: Okay. I, they're going to show him as much as possible, I feel like. Okay. Um, this one's an easier one too. DJ Moore over under receptions, seven. He's going to have over. Yeah, or seven gonna receptions. Over. Yeah, he's going to have over. I think so, too. I think he's going to build on that game. I think that's an easy yeah. one. Uh, Justin Fields, passing touchdowns, one and a half set up.
2: He'll have two. He'll have two. Because he's going to – look, if we get blown out, he'll have
0: some in garbage time, guaranteed. Yep. So. yep. Okay. I think that's easy, too, man. Um, we'll go ahead and finish up with some bold predictions, and we'll get to our okay. final predictions. So, okay. Vicky, you start here. Your first bold prediction, my man. First bold predict- prediction yep. is that Fields – has
2: double digit rush attempts Wow. rushing attempts so whether that's some designed, there's probably okay. going to be i'm going to say probably like five to six designed runs and then he's going to have at least at least four where he just decides to take off you're not going to see him sitting in the pocket four seconds being like oh where's it at he's going to be like eternal clock i'm off kind of what we saw last year so that's my first biggest one okay
0: uh, my first bold prediction is I think the Bears will start off strong. Like they're going to play a very good first half. That's my thing. Okay. Not just a first drive, but a first half. And I think that will keep them in the game. Not saying the win. We'll get to our predictions, you know, here in a second. But it's like I think they will actually maybe hang in there and, st- you know, start strong. Not just, you know, a drive, but again, a full half of football where it's like competitive who knows what happens in the in, in the second half? We'll get to that. But yeah. that's my first bold prediction. I just think the offense and maybe even the defense, they just start strong, whether it be a turnover by the defense, capitalizing on, you know, maybe um, field advantage, maybe Kansas City's feeling comfortable. They go for it midfield, you know, fourth and one, and they get a stop. I just think the Bears will start strong, and that can kind of help, you know, build some confidence, maybe not win the game, but just something to build on. So strong start for me uh, as far as the first half. What's your second bold prediction Vicky second bold prediction i'm i'm expecting that we get two turnovers
2: two turnovers that could be fumbles interceptions okay. i i don't trust the wide receivers for Kansas City there might be a situation where they don't catch something it gets bobbled something doesn't go right they don't run the run right run the yeah. right route something along that where maybe there's okay. an interception that's not truly like a true interception like on Mahomes, but it's more like the connections off, which we've seen these past two weeks. So I'm assuming one of those. And then I, you know, this is really the boldest part is maybe we get a strip sack or a force fumble. I think the hits philosophy is going to come in. There's going to be a fumble somewhere. Last okay. week we had a fumble. I Peanut think it two.
0: Yeah, but we just didn't recover it. So I'm expecting two turnovers. Man, that was yeah, that was Steve. tough last week. You almost had a pick, changed the game, almost had that, you know, the fumble, couldn't get that. that huge. Yeah. Yeah um anyways my second bold prediction i'm kind of like stuck on a couple here but i'm gonna say that the bears kind of get back to their run game as far as just success whether it be how many fields, yards how roshan many yards johnson think they get? that's where total. i'm going okay. i'm going over 125 total yards rushing um yeah. that might even seem low but i just think they're going to get to that maybe 130 150 range with fields yeah. roshan and maybe herbert as well i just think it's going to happen i think that just because of fields, you kind of you know, his presser maybe gets. He's like, okay, well, let's do it. Let's run. Let, you let's know, run maybe it. and you you're predicting more QB design runs or just maybe scrambles too. So I think yeah. they're going to get back to that you know pounding the rock and just maybe feeding and keeping that run game that they kind of went away the last two weeks a little too quickly, especially with Roshan, yeah. which I expect him. I hope to God he has more than four freaking runs. I mean, he averaged he had what twenty yard run. Anyways. More Roshan, more running the ball. I think that's well, even, know, Herbert, even Herbert's
2: look good. So it's like, I
0: don't, yeah, we, I point,
2: think what they the, the first week it was like, let's make him a pack, a, a pocket passer. The second week they're like, okay, let's overcorrect and be like, let's show that he can pass the ball. You know what I mean? So he it's yeah, like these past two weeks, he's had so many pass attempts. It's, it's crazy, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I agree with you. I was actually thinking, because that was going to be one of my bold predictions, I was actually thinking like 150. I think they'll break 150. Yeah, I think
0: that's a little bit more bold. I'll go 152. Um, I want to stop at this comment here. Zach no, no. Junkman on YouTube, he goes, if there was ever a game with external factors going on, this would be just hilarious if the Bears somehow won. Very unlikely, but downright comical. 100%. There's two, two ways you can see this,
2: right? Two ways of this could go down. Either the Bears, because of all of the stuff going on, they just come out dull and get stomped on. Like, it's just too many distractions. They can't handle it. Yeah. It's not good. The other thing is they have so much bulletin board material right now. Like, everyone's talking against them. Jaquan Brisker liked that tweet, right? But um, he liked that tweet. And if you don't know, he liked to tweet that. Yeah, he liked that. He liked to tweet on Twitter. It basically said... You know, talk. uh, I think it was Stephen A. Smith saying, "Hey, the Bears are a shitty organization. They suck." Basically, like that, right? And so Jaquan liked it. So you see that with all the other stuff going on, you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, is Jaquan not happy with the team? But he came out and clarified. He's like, "Nah, I'm saving this for when you know we when we get right. I can then you know throw this back." So uh, that's bulletin. The coaches call that bulletin board material. Oh, here it is by Daniel Greenberg. Um, yes, you can see here it says. Stephen A said, Let me tell you something right now. The Chicago Bears are trash. Let's just call it what it is. They are not a good organization. It's a damn shame they represent the city of Chicago. They stink. Right. And so I think, I think that is bulletin board material. You see all this talk about, you know, in the national media, ESPN specifically, with like Pat McAfee and the, uh, uh, or oh, even, uh, Get Up. So the NFL network, yeah. all that stuff. So I think it's good because on the other side, that could be like, oh, let's, Everyone views us as the underdog. No one believes in us. They come out hyped. They come out ready. They bring that energy. And like you said, maybe that first half is strong enough to where, if the second half dulls off, right, the energy don't no. you know you know reverses. They can pull off a win. So it's either going to be super bad or super good. I don't really see it. Just like this team's been all season, it's very polarizing. This game is also going to be very polarizing on which way it goes.
0: I agree, man. And I'll finish it up here before we get to our predictions, Vicky. Uh, this is what Brisker's response was um, verbatim. He goes, "Just, I just really love the noise, love everything about it, just favored that tweet just so I could remember exactly what they said. Stephen A said they're going to swallow their words pretty soon, so that's the reason why I favored the tweet. Really, for me, it's just to motivate me even more, even though I'm already motivated, but I love hearing noise like that. So essentially what Vicky did, to sum up there, I like it um brisker i think it's funny you said pretty soon you didn't say this week you didn't say sunday (laughs) oh that's fair you don't want to you don't want to put a date on it yeah because i'll come back and my you. you gotta kind of leave it yeah yeah Yeah.
2: what is soon to find soon but yeah yeah Yeah. that's fair i I mean it's just a tweet so i don't like to really think that like
0: when i saw that i was like
2: brisker's not i don't
0: care yeah i don't i had a feeling it was more so just like okay i'll remember that you know no when you see a barrage of them or like a like a oh, bunch
2: yeah. right like when you think of like the a-rob situation and you have some context you're like okay like no this guy yet. wants out
0: yeah a-rob is definitely different um yeah yeah i don't want to get into more, that
2: but yeah when you have more context behind it then it makes sense <laughs> but like briskers never had ill intent and it was one tweet so yeah. i was like okay it's for a reason so yeah we'll see well, we'll, see. well let's
0: get to our, let's get to our final predictions again this is gonna All be right. a shorter show than usual we'll be back sunday to recap whatever happens um. So, if you're enjoying the content, you want to be there for that, go ahead and hit the like button on the video, sub to the channel, hit the notification bell to be notified when we go live. Uh, we're excited. Like, even though it's been a tough two weeks, hopefully it gets better. It has to. Um, again, predictions. Vicky, uh, do you want to start? Or do you want me to go, man? Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I okay. What you got first. So, I'll be honest. Um, Last two weeks have been tough. I predicted the Bears to win uh, against the Packers. I, I think I even felt like they could beat... Tampa Bay. I think I predicted them as well. So I've been wrong. I'm 0-2 on the season. Um, I think I'm gonna try and get a win here. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Um, just because one, it's at Arrowhead. I think there is a yeah. it's a mess going on with the Bears. However, I think there is gonna be some positives that you can take from this game. Yeah. At least I hope. I'm gonna I have a little bit of more, you know, optimism left in me as a Bears fan. It has to come this week as far as just remain competitive. So I'm not saying 38-10 like McKenzie. Um, I'm not. Going that far, I think the I think they are going to give up a lot. I'm going to go 31-24, um, so mm. they're going to cover 31-24. It's going to be a game maybe just, I don't know how, but I think 31-24, probably 31-21, but my final guess is 31-24. They keep it within a score. It's a fun game. Fields maybe kind of comes out and balls out a little mm. bit. That's my guess. I think the defense is going to struggle. It's going to be tough to, you know, to contain Kelsey Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, just it feels like a get right game for them. And then obviously the Bears are banged up both offensively. I know Braxton Jones, which would even get to. Yeah, that's how IR. crazy this week's been. IR, yeah, yeah. you know, at least four games. That's going to be tough for me. I hope they remain competitive. I'm not very optimistic, but I have a little bit left in me. So don't let me down. Justin, this is, and it was just because of that press conference. Otherwise, I would have been in that boat 31 10, 31 15, something like that. But that's my guess, man. I could easily be wrong. Just fingers crossed that it's a little bit different. How are you feeling?
2: Yeah. You know what? Very similar to you. So I'm going 34 24. And why I say that is because I picture what is that? Four touchdowns and two field goals from them. Because this defense, as we've seen, they've actually. Ben, don't break philosophy. We saw it with Tampa Bay. We even saw it with um, Green Bay. So I, I expect there's going to be a couple drives where they march down easily like Kansas City, but they're not going to score a touchdown, right? So th- that will be good, especially if this offense isn't as dynamic as, you know, at least not yet. Hopefully, this is not their breakout game. And then I on the reverse side think Fields is going to get at least three touchdowns. I really think it's going to be like 17 to 34 most of the game or something like that. And then Fields gets like okay. one last drive to, you know, get down there and score a touchdown. But I think yeah. overall what we'll take from it is like the defense is still not good, which we, we understand. And uh the offense is finally starting to find its own. So I think it's going to, you know, if we're on a downward trend right now, I think it's going to start to, tick, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not yeah. moving up exponentially, okay. but it's just like the boom bounce back. So I think overall, mm-hmm. it, it might be good to
0: see where that leads, you know, three or four games from now. Yeah. But no one's like expecting that. us to beat the chief. So now we'll finish here. Last thing, last segment storyline for monday what is it going to be newspaper for the bears give me like Ooh. what is that storyline
2: oh something about like offense finds rhythm after okay you know offense finally offense finally finds whatever you know fields is finally playing fields like or whatever it is you know what i mean basically i think it's going to be like oh this is what we're going to see okay. what they should have been doing with fields from week one does that make sense yeah not uh, like that's its full capacity but like I agree. you're gonna see more i'm gonna like,
0: go i'm gonna go like room to breathe you know something like that where it's like you get a gas uh, okay yeah, yeah. offense defensively yeah we lost to the reigning champs but it, they were competitive they showed some fight there was energy the team responded when they needed to like that a moral victory you know yeah um, so that's my that's my storyline yeah. for monday i'm hoping hopefully it's a little hopefully it's even better hope it's like Bears are back, something like that. It's like steal a huge win in Arrowhead. That could be such as far as confidence. It's similar crazy. to like that Patriots game last year, where it's like you we're going yeah. into Foxborough against Belichick. Um, I forgot how it stopped. Stomped, night. stomped uh, man, it's a, yeah, it was it was, it was Monday the first night. time. Yeah, it was the first time playing Bill Belichick. You he's we've seen, you know, what he does to you know playing a quarterback for the first time. And it's like that changed the entire season. That's when they went on that little spurt. Obviously, kind of sputtered with injuries at the end of the season, but it's like could they somehow amidst everything going on pull this out i don't know if they do man one um, great content the bears fans we deserve it god oh we need god. something like that yeah we need more than one stack more than ones, one but i'll take that one you give me this you yeah. give me this one against kansas city i'll take i'll take Yeah, give me the oh, denver too no, i think mean, <laughs> yeah, I'll be hot. I'll be
2: I'll be right on cloud 9 for at yeah. least 2 weeks if we beat Kansas yeah. City. Even if we lose to Denver, like it's like that's enough to let me get by, especially after this horrific
0: horrific yeah. start to the NFL season. So, Absolutely. yeah, we they, we need a bounce back in some sort. Of way. In this script has to go. They are a Packers fan. They are somebody um yeah. <laughs> that is obviously just hates Chicago because this is hate a Chicago. terrible way to start. It's been crazy. Hopefully it gets better. Um, if you'd you like to go content, up again, if you like the content, if you enjoy it, you know, us talking here about the bears and, um, you know, we appreciate everyone that's kind of been sticking around showing love, Our therapy um, sessions. we'll be here. Yeah. We'll be here Sunday <laughs> after the game to recap it good or bad. We'll be here. Um, Vicky, anything before we go, man
2: i'm speechless bro like it's been a, it's been a week <laughs> so, so thank you all for taking time out of your chaotic week to join us to talk yeah. about a
0: chaotic week <laughs> absolutely yeah. again it's you can cool follow vicky on twitter it's vicky baby you can follow me on uh, twitter at dave underscore bfr you can check out the pod follow that on twitter as well uh bfr underscore pod and uh we'll be back sunday man and we'll see y'all then peace